Welcome to Prevention Intervention, your go-to podcast about avoiding addiction and becoming the best version of yourself. This podcast is brought to you by the Nova Southeastern College of Allopathic Medicine in collaboration with the Florida Blue Foundation. And now, here's your host. Hi, I'm your host, Peyton Bittner, and I'm the project coordinator for NSUMD. And today with me, I have Danielle Oldham, the program director at Take Stock and Children Palm Beach. She will be sharing her perspectives with us today. Thank you, Danielle, for joining us. Thank you. So, Danielle, just just as our first starter question, how did you end up in your career? Well, Peyton, I started in higher education in 2005 at my alma mater. It's called Lindsey Wilson College, which is in Columbia, Kentucky, so South Central Kentucky, where I worked in career services and advising students on resume building, academic majors, and career planning. Um, And then back in 2011, we moved to the University of Northwestern Ohio, which is located in Lima, Ohio. Um, where I spent most of my time in academic advising and international student services. Um, My husband um, continues to work in higher education as a collegiate men's soccer coach, which is what brought us down to um, South Florida. And then shortly after moving um, to South Florida, I learned about Take Stock in Children, um, Palm Beach County. So Take Stock in Children has a 28-year history of breaking the cycle of poverty, by providing mentors and college scholarships to low-income students to help them achieve their post-secondary dreams and confidently working, or confidently, sorry, excuse me, um, so that they are allowed to enter the workplace. Um, I believe that my experience in higher education um, and advising boosts our students' educational experiences and sets them on track towards their post-secondary success. Well, that sounds amazing. It's really impressive how you were just able to take something that, you know, take a career and build it in different places and kind of take all the gathered experiences from those places and kind of find your way into where you are now. So seeing youth every day and working closely with them, do you, how do you think COVID impacted them? Do you see more instances of disengagement with youth, youth maybe leading to different uh, struggles with them for them? Yes. Um, so um, the, the COVID-19 um, pandemic presented new challenges for us at Take Stock and Children um, and the students that we serve. Um, with schools closing and the switch to remote learning, many of our students struggled to stay engaged and motivated. Um, we had to adapt quickly to ensure our students had the necessary re- resources so that they could continue their education. Um, One of the biggest challenges um, was addressing disengagement among our students. Um, The isolation caused by remote learning made it difficult for our students to stay connected um, with their peers and with their mentors as well. Um, So as a result, um, many of the students became disengaged, which led to decline in their academic performance and an increased risk of mental health issues. Um, This disengagement can also lead to um, substance abuse, unfortunately. Um, With the social support of of their peers and mentors, students may turn to drugs or alcohol. Sorry, without, I misspoke there. Without the social support of the peers and mentors that they have in the program, students may turn to drugs or alcohol to cope with these stressors. Take Stock has always prioritized providing a supportive community for our students, and the pandemic made it this even more crucial during this time frame. Um, substance abuse um, 
In addition to substance abuse, the pandemic did create new stressors for students, um, including financial insecurity for our students, also family illnesses as well, and increased responsibilities for our students at home. We had to be flexible um, and creative in our approach to support our students through these different challenges that we were faced with. Um, despite the challenges presented by the pandemic, um, we remained um, committed to supporting our at-risk students by providing our mentorship and our academic support and college scholarships. We are, um, we are helping students to achieve their goals and break the so cycle of poverty. However, the pandemic has highlighted some, sorry, excuse me, the, the pandemic has highlighted the importance of mental health support for students, um, and we must continue to prioritize this aspect of our work. That sounds really great. Uh, I like how you talk about, you know, this idea that breaking the cycle of poverty can really be one of those things that prevent students from turning down paths that, you know, maybe not may not be the most healthy for them. You know, making sure that they have a safe space to land, that they have these mentors in place. So what do you think is a really important part of prevention for you, especially as a director of program services um, with Tatesock and Tildra in Palm Beach? Mm. So um, what I feel is really important for prevention is, is our program. We do provide a wraparound service for our students um, through a multi-year model, which focuses from middle to their post-secondary completion. Um, and our program is designed to support the whole student. So all of our students, when they enter the program, receive a mentor. And the mentor is a caring, compassionate adult who chooses, they volunteer to vote their time to a young person. Um, our mentors offer support, guidance, and encouragement. Um, our mentors change lives by helping a child build confidence, a solid foundation of values, and they also work with them to establish goals and improve their academic skills. Um, in addition to the mentor, um, in the program, our students do receive a college success coach. Um, these students, um, the students receive training and resources to support their academic journey and success. Um, Take Stock and Children is an academically fo focused mentoring program um, that will guide our students towards successfully completing high school and then also on to their post-secondary dreams on, and whatever that may be. Um, the program is also designed to support students by teaching them life skills and providing academic guidance to reach their post-secondary goals. Um, once our students graduate from high school, they do earn a two-year Florida prepaid scholarship at the end. So I feel like the, the program and our wraparound services with the mentor, the coach, um, and the support that they receive um, helps them be successful. So, you know, you mentioned a lot about having these mentors and building these kind of teams around these youth. What, why are these so key for them when talking about preventing substance abuse disorders? Like what makes that such a key part of making sure that they have, that they are able to stay away from these substance abuse and developing these disorders? Hmm. Yeah. So I feel like our mentors and our college success coaches are crucial when supporting our students. Um, one of the benefits of having a mentor and coach is that they can provide a supportive environment um, that helps the student avoid 
the substance abuse disorders. Um, our mentors and coaches act as a positive role model as well for the student. So when the student has someone to look up to and to learn from, they are most likely to make healthy choices in life. Um, our mentors and coaches model healthy be behavior as well um, and provide guidance on how to avoid these, these risky behaviors like drug and alcohol abuse. Um, our mentors and coaches help the students develop coping strategies as well um, to deal with the stress and other challenges that may lead to substance abuse disorders. Um, school can be stressful and having a mentor and a coach who can offer support and guidance um, can make a significant difference in a student's life. They can help students develop along the way those healthy coping method, um, methods. Um, our mentors and our college success coaches are crucial, I feel, in preventing substance abuse disorders among the Take Stock and Children's students. Um, they provide, as I said, a supportive environment that models healthy behavior, teaches the, the coping strategies that they need, and offers a non-judgmental ear to our students. Um, having a mentor and a coach, um, students can develop these skills and the confidence that they need to overcome those challenges that they do have in school. Um, and then also while doing this, achieve their academic and, and personal goals along the way. I like how you mentioned this idea of like how important it is for these kids to develop their own goals, not, you know, have these, not, not have other people define what their goals are for them. For example, in some instances, there can, a child can have these goals defined by, defined to them, by other adults in their lives by saying, oh, you, you must have straight A's or you must be, you must be in this club or you must be part of the sports team. You must go to college. You must do this. So I think that, you know, giving those kids, like you mentioned, the chance to build their own, their own goals, sorry, um, mm -hmm. build their own goals and give them kind of a voice to yeah. building their own success is really interesting because a lot of times we don't get to see that for kids, right? We see them kind of almost forced in a way into somebody else's goals when it's not really their own, right? Yeah. So kind of just moving into our own, our, our, our close out here, what advice would you give kids as they're, you know, coming up or if they're struggling or really feeling any kind of emotion that is, is, is hard for them? So the, the advice I would give um, is the advice that I give my children as well. Um, when I talk to them, um, I have three, three children right now. Um, two are in middle school and one is in high school getting ready to graduate. Um, he is a senior. So I, I've told them and we talk about this a lot at home. Um, it's inevitable. You're going to face peer pressure at some point in your life. Um, and it's a difficult situation to be in. So be prepared for that because it will happen. Um, make a plan know you're going to respond and practice this response. Um, you have too much to lose um, from one poor decision. So being prepared and practicing your response will give you the confidence to face your peers with the right response. You know, I think that's a great, that's really great advice because a lot of, you know, a lot of people, they, they kind of stick with this idea that just say no, right? But just yeah. saying no is really, really rough when it's coming from somebody that you know, or a friend or somebody at school, or really when you are faced with that peer pressure, that peer pressure doesn't, there's a reason it's called peer. It's peer as in someone that you know, peer as in someone that is an acquaintance or a friend. Whereas, you know, in reality, it is coming from that person that you know, not from a stranger in a dark alleyway, right? A lot exactly. of people 
yeah, we, a lot of people tend to think that, you know, that's where our youth really find themselves in trouble when they're, you know, in a dark alleyway. Well, in reality, it's right around the corner. It's, it doesn't matter where it is. It tends to be the people that they're close to that might be offering them those drugs or those, those, you know, substances. Mm -hmm. That's when it's a problem. That's when it's hard for them to say no. Anybody can say no to a stranger. It's really, like you said, making sure you have that response prepared because it is, it can come from someone that you know, and that makes it exponentially harder to maintain your no and yeah. stay with it. And I, and I can, I can add personally with, with our son that it happened on at the bus stop to him at one, at, then that was the first time that he was asked. And um, I'm so glad that we had had those conversations and he was a freshman in high school at the time um, that we had had those conversations with him and he was prepared and confident um, when he responded. Yeah. I mean, it, it's just, it's really amazing what we can do when we help kids learn and really give them a way and a path to get, to, to stay healthy and to stay away from wrong paths. Yeah. So thank you so much, Danielle. It was a pleasure speaking with you and I wish you all the best in your career and moving forward. And I wish all the best for your sons moving into their next, the next phases of their lives. Thank you, Peyton. I appreciate it. Thanks so much for tuning into this episode. Be sure to appreciate it. If you haven't done so already, make sure you're subscribed to the show wherever you consume podcasts. This way you'll receive notifications as new episodes become available. If you'd like to learn more about this project, be sure to check out our website with the link in our podcast description. Thanks again for listening and remember to stay healthy, stay happy, stay clean. Until next time.